Tonight, several Philippine lawmakers puzzled by President Duterte's rejection of the country's COVID vaccine indemnification law, a measure which he signed just last month. Church and government officials clash over health protocols to address the rise in COVID-19 cases. The mayor of Tacloban City willing to face sanctions for jumping the line in the government's vaccination priority list. And another mass shooting in the United States, this time in Colorado, leaves 10 people dead. Tony Velasquez. And I'm Karen Davila. On our broadcast tonight, a baffling repudiation by Philippine President Duterte of the government's indemnification law for COVID vaccines. Duterte now questions why the law he signed last month obliges the government to shoulder the responsibility for any adverse effects the vaccines might have. Here is tonight's top story. President Rodrigo Duterte appears to slam the indemnification clause and the tripartite agreement for the country's COVID-19 vaccine deals. That's despite signing just last month a law that sets up a 500 million peso indemnification fund to compensate those who would suffer adverse effects from COVID-19 shots. Ang gusto ng mga manufacturers na ang gobyerno, ang private sector magbili, ang gobyerno ang mag-assume ng liability. legal. The COVID-19 Vaccination Program Act of 2021 absolves private vaccine manufacturers from any liability for using their COVID-19 vaccines. The law is crucial in the government's procurement deals for the jabs. The indemnity, however, does not cover adverse effects due to willful misconduct or gross negligence. But President Duterte rejected the idea Monday night and even called it illegal. It's illegal for us to do that. Ang makagawa is... Congress. Wala nang iba. When you assume a liability. The chief executive's pronouncements have confused some lawmakers and even netizens. Expressing his disbelief over what happened Monday, Senate Minority Leader Franklin Drilon said it was the president himself who certified the measure as urgent and signed it in February. For Senator Amy Marcos, she believes Mr. Duterte was responding to the call for blanket immunity by some unidentified vaccine makers, which she says is unlawful and contrary to public policy. She adds manufacturers are still not immune from lawsuits due to willful misconduct or gross negligence. Ako Bicol Party List Representative Alfredo Garbin Jr. says the law mandates the creation of an indemnity fund to compensate individuals who might experience unwanted or unexpected health effects following their immunization of COVID-19 vaccines. 
On Tuesday, presidential spokesperson Harry Roque says there will be no blanket immunity for manufacturers of COVID-19 vaccines. This as he clarified President Duterte's confusing remarks Monday. Hindi naman po pwede na walang pananagutan ng pribadong sektor. Ito po ay dahil nakasaad nga po sa batas natin na bagamat gobyerno magbabayad ng mga side effects, eh may dalawang uh, exceptions po dito. Kung, kung nagkaroon po ng tinatawag na willful neglect, neglect o yung tinatawag na gross negligence. Roque also said that since vaccines have only been authorized for emergency use, the procurement of COVID-19 shots by the private sector must be made under tripartite agreements with the national government and the vaccine manufacturer. Joel Caballero, ABS-CBN News. A brewing conflict between the government and the Catholic Church in the Philippines. The Archdiocese of Manila will stage Holy Week activities despite a temporary ban on religious gatherings. Malacanang warns the state can flex its power to close churches which violate quarantine restrictions. This report. Despite the IATF ban on religious gatherings, the Archdiocese of Manila is standing firm on its decision to push through with its activities this Holy Week. Bishop Broderick Pabillo, in a letter released by the Archdiocese of Manila on Tuesday, said there will still be religious worship inside Catholic churches, which will be held at a maximum of 10% of the church capacity. The IATF earlier prohibited mass gatherings, including religious gatherings in all areas under the NCR Plus bubble beginning March 22nd until April 4th. Malacanang is warning Bishop Pabillo not to encourage the public from disobeying IATF rules. It would be contrary po, to the decision of the IATF. So uh, we understand po, that um, this is Holy Week. I hope um, the, the bishop will not encourage uh, non-compliance with this uh, IATF uh, decision. During his pastoral visit on air in the program Simbayanan in Radio Veritas, Pabillo says the IATF rules were made without consultations and violate religious freedom. So dyan mali na sila. At hindi dapat tayo sumunod. Sa ganyang pamamalakad na walang konsultasyon at it uh, somehow separ uh, breaks the separation of church and state. Mm -hmm. Sila na tuloy tayo sa ating activities. But Malacanang says it will not hesitate to order the closure of churches violating the ban. Ang defiance po ng IATF resolution is not covered by separation of church and state. In the exercise of police powers, we can order the churches closed. Wag sana pong dumating doon, Bishop Abilio. Meanwhile, Metro Manila mayors agreed to temporarily shut down the operations of spas, gyms and internet cafes until April 4th in the hopes of addressing the recent surge in COVID cases. Kasi yung hindi mag-gym sa isang lugar, lilipat lang sa isang lugar para mag-gym. So maglilipat lang sila. So dapat ang NCR sa region halos uniform talaga. The move follows the complaint of Caloocan Bishop Pablo David as to why churches were ordered closed while spas and gyms were allowed to operate. Marikina Mayor Marcy Chodoro believes workers who got infected at work are spreading the virus at home which could be one of the reasons why whole households are testing positive for COVID-19. Teodoro is appealing to employers to ensure proper ventilation in offices and workspaces and strictly implementing health and safety protocols. Dinidevelop natin yung okay. hospital network natin uh, para magkatulong-tulong, para madikongest 
yung emergency room nila. Kailangan i-capacitate natin at mapabilis yung mga testing natin uh, para sa ganun bumilis yung turnover ng mga ano ng mga pasyente natin. Over in Manila, the city government has started the vaccination of its other frontline personnel including village officials, social workers and jail officers. Like many LGUs, it is also working on increasing the bed capacity of its isolation facilities. Many villages were also placed under granular lockdown to curb rising cases. We've been building despite the mababang infection. Uh, we have 570, but we have now about 89% occupancy in, in our quarantine uh, uh, facility. There is a, a two-week uh, uh, projection again, so nagre-ready kami. Pasay City is calling for help in boosting its capacity to isolate infected individuals. With more than 900 active cases, the city's hospital, the Pasay City General, has breached its occupancy rate. A Philippine provincial mayor triggers a controversy after admitting he recently joined health workers in receiving a COVID vaccine shot. But the official insists he had no selfish motive in jumping ahead of the vaccination priority list. Details from Vivian Gulia. The National Task Force Against COVID-19 and the Department of Health have repeatedly stressed frontline health workers should be vaccinated ahead of other priority sectors like senior citizens, those with comorbidities, and local chief executives. But on Monday, Tacloban City Mayor Alfred Romualdez was inoculated with Sinovac's COVID vaccine. The move, he says, seeks to encourage health workers to get vaccinated before the March 24 deadline given by the DOH, which might trigger the recall and transfer of unused vaccine doses to other areas with high COVID cases. I'm willing to face the consequences, but I am very happy that at least 99% of our people, the frontliners, are now availing of that vaccine. Of course, um, we regret this uh, incident, but I will... Uh, I will refer the matter to the DILG for proper action dahil kinakailangan po talaga investigahan ito. Malacanang reiterates this reminder. O ulitin natin, hindi po po pwede magpabakuna muna ang hindi mga medical frontliners dahil kung uh, susuway po tayo dito sa order of priority nito, maapektuhan po yung ating uh, future deliveries galing po sa COVAX facility. Romualdez asserts he did not get vaccinated to save himself but to assure his constituents of its safety. Interior Undersecretary Epimako Densing, in a text message to ANC, said they will verify the allegations against Romualdez and at least three other mayors before they issue a show-cause order against them. Vaccine Czar Secretary Carlito Galvez Jr. says over 400,000, or around 24% of the 1.7 million health workers in the country, have been vaccinated against COVID since March 1st. Next month, the government is expecting COVID vaccine deliveries of up to 6 million doses from Sinovac, Gamalea, and COVAX. Vivian Gulia, ABS-CBN News. The Philippine Supreme Court condemns the recent series of attacks on lawyers and judges in the country. In a rare, strongly worded statement, the High Tribunal says it cannot stand idly by amid violations of constitutional rights. 
It announced measures to address the issue, which include seeking information from lower courts and law enforcement agencies on the intimidation and killings of law practitioners. Several groups had written the Supreme Court to call its attention to the growing number of lawyers killed under the Duterte administration. The groups also sounded the alarm over a move by anonymous persons to display a banner linking a judge to communist rebels. To threaten our judges and our lawyers is no less than an assault on the judiciary. To assault the judiciary is to shake the very bedrock on which the rule of law stands. This cannot be allowed in a civilized society like ours. This cannot go undenounced on the court's watch. A mass shooting in the U.S. state of Colorado leaves at least 10 people dead, including one police officer. Authorities have detained the suspect who opened fire on shoppers and employees at a grocery store in Boulder City. He is currently in the hospital for injuries sustained during the violence. Police have yet to release his identity or determine a motive for the attack. Over in Georgia, authorities file additional charges of malice, murder, and aggravated assault against 21-year-old Robert Aaron Long. He is accused of killing eight people, including six women of Asian descent, in Atlanta last week. Our final word tonight is a quote from Friedrich Nietzsche. Blessed are the forgetful, for they get the better even of their blunders. And that is The World Tonight, the 23rd of March, 2021. I'm Karen Davila. I'm Tony Velasquez from the Philippines. Thank you. Mabuhay.